0: Before we start the broadcast of the Waterfield Trinity Heritage podcast, I just wanted to make you all aware of the official sponsors for the 2023 series. Our agency are a full-service digital creative agency specialising in branding, web and content creation. They are delivering results in Wakefield for organisations such as Trinity Walk and the Wakefield Cathedral, and they offer upfront, no-nonsense marketing to help you achieve your goals. Drop them a line, follow them on all their social media accounts, or take a look at their website and make our agency your agency. If you're a local business in the Wakefield area and interested in sponsoring the podcast, drop Lee or Jamie a message on the Heritage social media accounts and we'll get back to you as quick as we can. Now, over to you, Cammy. Hi, it's Cammy Chris Kamara, and
1: you are listening to the Trinity Heritage Podcast with Jamie and Lee Robinson. They are
0: unbelievable. Good afternoon, good morning and good evening from wherever you are listening from. My name is Jamie Robinson and welcome to episode 71 of the Wakefield Trinity Heritage Podcast. This is the fourth instalment of our Top 10 series. And like we've mentioned before with this podcast, it's not just about interviewing the players of the past or the present, but expanding on our history and putting a bit of a spin on the traditional Rugby League interviewing podcast. Last year, we brought to you the last the Top 10 international stories, our Top 10 Super League Academy products, and our Top 10 attendances at Bellevue. So they're all available on, on podcasting platforms worldwide if you, if you wanted to go back and listen. But this Thursday night, we bring to you our top 10 tri-scoring wingers of all time. But first, let me introduce you to my co-host, my dad, as always. Lee Robinson, how are we doing, dad?
1: All right, all good. All right. Welcome to the Thursday night podcast.
0: Good stuff. So what's happening in the world of uh, Trinity Heritage this week? Uh, it's quite quiet with with no home game this
1: week. It's been a bit quiet because obviously we go hand in hand with the past players now. Um, so when it's uh, when it's a home game, it's quite uh, quite um, manic with sorting tickets and certificates out. So the fact that we're away this week, the um, lead past players have uh, invited the Trinity past
0: players over to head and for tomorrow's game. So uh, that should be quite good. Good stuff. And have you put anything of interest on the Heritage social media sites this week?
1: As usual, I, I, I do like my on-this-day-in-history uh, on, on this day in history themes. Uh, last Monday, on the 6th, it was Trevor Skerritt's 70th birthday. And Trevor Skerritt was one of my heroes when I was a kid. Played for Great Britain, played at Wembley. Um, one of what is in the Hall of Fame. Can you believe he's 70? 70 years old is, good, is Trevor. It still comes to the games every now and again. Uh, when, on Wednesday, um, on the 8th, it was the anniversary of... Don Robinson's debut, and Don Robinson's in the Hall of Fame as well. One of our youngest ever forwards ever. He, he, he won the World Cup in 1954. Um, he went to lead in the mid 50s, uh, but he was one. He's in one of our Hall of Famers as well. He uh, he made his debut at Jewsbury in the Challenge Cup in 1950, 73 years ago this week. He's he sadly passed away now, but he used to come to uh, the games quite often. And today, six years ago today. Uh, we remember the great Keith Holiday. And Keith Holiday was Harold Point's halfback partner in the 60s and our glory years. Um, he, he sadly passed away six years ago today, aged 82. Don't seem two minutes ago.
0: Good stuff. So, on to our top 10. So, as well as all things history and heritage, we do a lower top 10 list the top appearances, the youngest ever players, the best attendances, or the greatest victories in our history. In another break from our interviews this week, we'll look at the top 10 wingers. Try scoring wingers across our history.
1: Yeah, when you start looking at uh, when you start selecting top tens and best thirteens, where players are involved, there's always going to be some arguments of uh, where who to put in, who to leave out. So we try to be a little bit little bit more black and white. But where do you start with wingers? Wingers are there to score tries, so we've gone for a countdown of our top ten wingers who scored the most tries. Uh, there aren't many modern-day names on here, and out of the top ten, I've only ever seen one play in the last fifty years. So some you may never have heard of, but here goes. Well, I'll count down. Stuff. So in in number ten, who's number ten? We've got a fella called Eric Cooper. Um, Eric Cooper, I didn't know a lot about. Uh, he's got ninety-four tries in the fifties. Um, once I've done my research, he seems like a solid, reliable right winger. Uh, he always looked older than he was. When I've seen pictures of him, he always looked an oldest chap. But he was obviously in his in his twenties when he played. He joined us from Doncaster in 1953. He played 156 games in those 1950s uh, era. Uh, five seasons he played with us. Uh, he was just six tries short of a century. And when he retired, he was ninth on the all-time try listing list, in, uh, list uh, when he when he uh, when he packed up in 1958, I think.
0: Good stuff. So, who's in at number nine, tying with with Eric Cooper with ninety four yeah. tries.
1: Yeah, ninety four tries along with Eric Cooper. This is a fella called Freddie Smart. Now, Freddie Smart was a Welshman. He, he was a Welsh international. Um, he he was actually from Torquay. Oh, he's actually from South Wales, but moved to Torquay very young in his younger days. So, when I've researched this fella, um, he's actually a lot of rugby union um, days playing for Torquay Athletic. Um, moved to Huddersfield in December nineteen twenty five. But I do believe his family stayed in Torquay when I've when I've researched this, it seemed a bit odd. I don't know how it how it worked in the in the 1930s. His family living in Torquay, him playing with Wakefield. So I I can't imagine he travelled up and down on the train every every week. Um, but that's what that's where he came from. He played for five years, 94 tries. Um he was our top try scorer, three years only really, between nineteen thirty and thirty two. And when he actually retired, he joined the coaching staff. And then I think I do believe he became a a top class referee and touch judge. So I, I do he did stay up here while his family possibly stayed in Torquay.
0: And in at number eight, a man we've spoken about before on the uh, on the Trinity Trailblazers podcast with ninety seven tries.
1: Yeah, Billy Simpson's one of our favourites. I as you say we've researched Billy many a time and talked about him. He was um. He started in 1906 and, and retired in 1913 uh, and scored 97 tries. Um, the, the, one of the reasons why I was fascinated by him was he was he was so close to getting 100 tries. And he, he once got um, a rib injury playing against, playing against Bramley in 19, uh, just before the war, no, about 1912. Uh, and he was that bad, he nearly died. He ended up in Clayton Hospital, which was the local hospital in Wakefield at the time. Um, he, he had the last rites by um, the local um, vicar uh, or whoever the uh, the clergyman was at the time, but he survived. And he not only survived, he got back on the field, scored a few more tries, then went to war, survived the war and then came home um, and died in the war hospital of uh, kidney trouble. And they related it back to this kidney injury he got um, playing rugby, uh, playing for Trinity back in 1912. So he survived the war years, came back, he got married, settled down. He lived in a place called Gummersall over Halifax, Huddersfield way Ran one of the local pubs over there. Sadly passed away in a war hospital in 1919, but he's one of my favorites because I've researched him a lot. And uh, I'm quite fond of this fella.
0: Yeah, definitely. If you're interested in listening to more of his story, tune in on, uh, it's the Trinity Trailblazers series on, uh, Apple podcast and Spotify. I've already covered that last year. I can't remember which number it is, but you'll be able to find it on there. That's Billy Simpson. Um, Hitting the centenary figures now, so number seven we've got with a hundred tries.
1: Yeah, there's not many. There's not many players in our history got a hundred tries. There's only thirteen of them. Um, the, the Ken Hurst was a fella who who's, he's 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 uh, he, he scored the 100, 100 tries. Uh, he he came about in 1956. We, we the Australian tourists were here and we did they didn't have a game against Trinity. We complained it was a hastily arranged game. They put it on a Monday night. Um, and basically, all the star players pulled out, and we had a we had a teenage backline, uh, and Neil Fox was there. I think Ken Rowling was there. And Ken Hurst was uh, brought in as a sixteen-year-old winger on the right wing against the Australian tourists, and they won that night as well. And he actually scored a length of the field try in the opening minutes, so uh, he was quite famous back in '56 as this sixteen-year-old. He went on from there. He was in and out through the fifties because obviously he was only a junior; he couldn't play every week at, at sixteen. Um, but he was in, in his first twenty-six games. He scored twenty-six tries up to about 1959, and then Trinity Saint John Etty from Oldham. Um, he was a star at Bathley back in the day as well. So he dropped back to the A team again, did Hurst. But he did force his way into the 1962 Wembley team. Uh, he, scored a, he scored a lovely try at, at Wembley in 62. Now, I'm not sure whether the picture's still there, but if anybody's been in the Legends bar over the last few years, when you're have got when still waiting for your pints, there's a long picture of a fella diving to score a try uh, just behind the bar. That's Ken Hurst scoring on his 1962 try. He was in and out through the 60s. Um, he, he he was he was ill for a while, he got stomach problems, he did come back in 66-67. He was part of our championship winning side of 67, and he was there. He, that meant he was only the fifth player out of the Trinity Glory years to play in the Challenge Cup in the early 60s and the championship in the late 60s. Neil Fox, Brook, Gert Koitzer, and Harold Point and being the others. He did play another two seasons, in fact, in 1969, where he got his 100 tries. He did have one more special try in him before he hung up his boots, and that was in the the, the wet in the puddles of Wembley in 1968, when Don Fox kicked that last um, when when he when he did that kick off to the right, and Ken Hurst um, kicked all the way through the puddles, through the water, and scored that majestic try under the post uh, at Wembley in '68. The rest is history. So we'll we'll move on from that one.
0: Coming in at number six, we've got a bloke from the 1920s who got 110 tries for Trinity.
1: Yeah, this fellow's quite fascinating as well. He not only played rugby league, but he he joined Trinity in 1925. Before that, he played football for Blackburn Rovers. He played rugby union for Skipton in Yorkshire. He played cricket for Lancashire. He was a running champion. He was an amateur boxer, an accomplished tennis player. So he'd done all that before he arrived at Trinity. Um, and, and, And as it came in 1925... Uh, he was one of the fastest wingers around as well and he, he scored uh, six tries one, one week against Castleford and that was when the most tries that had ever been scored was four and he's got six against Castleford in 1928. Um, so he was quite a legendary character um, and, he, and he, he retired in 1928. He was top try scorer for three successive years as well so a real speeder, a real um, champion runner on the on the, uh, on the left wing was Ted Bateson.
0: Good stuff. Um coming into to the top end of the list now, so number five with 115 tries.
1: David Smith, this is the this is the fellow the only one of the top ten that I've seen play, and who was on my heroes in the early 70s, right? try scoring winger. Um, he arrived as a 17-year-old in 1971 from short cross. The, uh, the amateur team in Dewsbury He was like lightning on that, on that, on that wing He's got some spectacular tries um, In 1973-74 He actually equaled the tries in a season Record of 38 Which um, which, would, which was uh, made in 1960 Still a record now So he's still the joint record holder Of most tries in a season um, Terry Crook was his inside centre And TC is very proud, he put him in for half of those he reckons He's got six hat-tricks in his career Also played for Yorkshire also played for England and then moved on to Leeds in 1976, where he uh, got more glory.
0: Um, and then with 122 tries in fourth place, it's kind of a, a legend in in Wakefield's books.
1: Yeah, this fella called Gercoit, South African fella. I'd I'd love to have seen this fella play because he, he looked like I, I say how I, he say he sounded like lining. When I've talked to actual people who's actually seen him play, he wasn't the fastest winger in the world, but he was strong and determined, and he was a tiptoe down that uh, down that left wing down the white line scoring umpteen tries Um, and they called him ooper i think ooper is south african for grandad uh, i'm not sure how he got that that nickname but that was when he when he sort of scorched down that left wing apparently all bellevue just shouted ooper 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 as he went down the wing 122 tries he got he said he joined in 1963 when we had that bad winter um mm-hmm. we, we, we were short of a winger couldn't find a good winger. We had injuries, but galore, broke quite then We actually arranged a, a special A-team match at Castleford just to sort of get him so he could get used to uh, the surroundings. Scored 14 tries in the first 21 games and, and uh, scored twice at Wembley in 63 against Wigan. And he just kept scoring. Um, he kept all the way through to 1969 and when he when he had to pack in, he, he, um, he scored, he got two championship winners medals. He was in the team in 67 and 68 and um, Legendary character, and and, it was a, and there was a there was there was a time as well when in the um, spring of '64, he actually scored sixteen tries in eight games, and he got five tries against Doncaster, five tries against Batley um, and he just it was just a phenomenal try scorer with probably Neil Fox inside him as well who, who put him away.
0: Good stuff coming into the top three. Another legendary figure and a guy we um we've covered on the Trinity Trailblazers as well with 127 tries for Wakefield. Yeah,
1: another all-time favourite and a favourite of the Trinity Heritage team, this fellow called Dennis Booker. Um, I've written a book about Dennis Booker. Um, Again, he was mentioned it before. He was my dad's favourite player. So I grew up knowing all about Dennis Booker before I probably knew about Neil Fox and Derek Turner. Uh, He arrived in 1947 from Australia, which was quite a rarity because we never brought anybody in from overseas to Trinity. He was the only the second... Um, overseas player ever to pull on a a Trinity Blue shirt. He stayed for seven years, lived in town, worked at the Swimming Baths, scored tries galore. Uh, He played for Wales because he was actually born in Wales before he emigrated to Australia but he was uh, everybody's favorite any child of the early 40s late 40s early 50s this was the star man and he was famous for flying my dad always said i've never seen a i've never seen a man fly and he always scored by flying through the air he didn't just put the ball down over the line he would dive from about 10 yards out and it was like a swallow dive when he
0: scored 127 of them he scored i'd love to have seen him play in his day Good stuff. And in the top two, there's a huge jump from Dennis Bucher at 127 to second place, who's got 184 tries, almost 60 tries more.
1: Yeah, I learnt a lot about this fella. When when I started doing Trinity Heritage, a lot of the records hadn't been done before 1910. This fella joined in 1898 and retired in 1911, I think. 1911? 19, 19, um, so he he been missed off a lot of the Trinity records, but actually he played three hundred eighty six times in sixteen seasons. So it's one Elva record. It was 1914 he was nineteen fourteen. He retired. Sorry, not nineteen o nine. He came from Goodwood League stock because his father actually played for Trinity as well before him. When Trinity actually joined, started in eighteen um, seventy three. Ernest Bennett. Uh, sorry, I, mean, I didn't mention his name to the game. Um his, his father played. Um, in the very first game in 1873, and he was he was the uh, secretary as well going through the years. So the Bennett, the Bennett name was quite uh, well-known in the Wakefield area. Ernest Bennett, he got nine hat-tricks in his career. He was the leading try-scorer in nine successive years on the trots. He was also a goal-kicker as well and finished with 679 points, which was one hell of a, a feat back in those days. In this era, Trinity's style of play ran right about the early late, nine, early 1900s. When well, We won the Challenge Cup in 1909, so we were part of that team. But our style of play was very forward-orientated. Most rugby league was, it was sort of stuck in the mud and head down and six or eight forwards just tried to um, just badge forwards. Every now and again when the ball came out to the half-backs, we would cross-kick to the winger. Probably Tommy Newbold would stand off. And of the 184 tries Ernest Bennett got... We reckon 90 of those tries came from a crossfield kick from either Newbold or Harry Slater or another of the half-backs that, that he used to score in the corner. So quite a phenomenal character, really.
0: And before we get to the number one spot, you just wanted to cover a few honourable mentions and I'm going to just talk through the the top 10 strike rate players as well.
1: Yeah, we obviously we mentioned earlier we've got top 10 and there's only one who's actually played in the last 50 years. So we've got to have some honourable mentions. These are the, they're the top ten, but the next four, the next seven down, Um, Andy, Andy Fletcher, 88 tries. Tom Johnston, 87 tries. Dennis Badley from the 40s, 85 tries. Jackie Perry from the 40s, 85 tries. Keith Slater from the 70s, 82 tries. Horace Price from the early 1900s, 74. And one of our all-time favourites, the, the rubber man himself,
0: Andy Wilson, with 74 tries. Good stuff. And obviously, I just asked you before we did this podcast what the top ten strike rate would be like. So you're comparing tries per appearance. So obviously with the likes of Ernest Bennett, played 180 sorry, scored 184 tries, but he actually played 386 games. So when you're looking at the top ten, you're looking at Johnny Duggan from nineteen forty-eight to fifty-two. He got seventy tries in 108 games. Uh, David Smith got 115 tries in 170 games from 1971 to 1976 Ronnie Copley got 46 tries in 67 games from 43 to 46 in number seven is Damien Blanche a recent recent player 36 tries in 52 games which is fantastic and most it's a it's a definitely a big reason as to why he's so well-regarded down at Bellevue. Number six is Keith Slater from 1968-72. to 72. He got 82 tries in on 118 games. Number five, I'm going to save because he's actually number one in this list. Number four is Ken Erste, who we've mentioned already. 100 tries in 142 games. Tom Johnston in at three. Um, He had a strike rate of 75, so he got 87 tries in on 116 games. Number two, someone even arguably more recent than him, Mason Caton brown second in the strike rate of, of a, a a long list of players. He, he had a strike rate of 86.48. He got 32 tries in 37 games for Trinity, playing from 19, uh, 2016 to 2019. And then number one, a guy who's, who's mentioned um amongst the older blokes who go down to Bellevue. He only played two seasons at Bellevue in nineteen sixty one and nineteen sixty two is Jan Prinslow. He got forty-five tries in forty-eight games, so almost a one for one strike rate there. But some uh, some pretty much every there's only two three blokes on there, Daddy, you've actually mentioned so it proves how important the strike rate is. Jan Prinslow, Mason Caton Brown and Tom Johnson in the top three strike rate of all time.
1: Yeah, this table I did, I, I limited it to yeah, you had to play 30 games, so there might be a few more less than those, like for last season, Lewis, Lewis Murphy, he got 19 tries in 21 games, so he'd be probably at the top of this list, but because he only played 21 games, he's not there yet, we thought by the end of this season he might do, but he's, he's uh, at the moment he's, he's, he's uh, zero tries from three games and he's injured, so we don't know for how long but just fingers crossed, he'll he'll climb up there. But uh, yeah, it uh, just shows you he uh, it doesn't. It's not all about scoring tries; it's how often you score them as well.
0: And in number one, most people will know this name because he's quite a famous name down at Bellevue. But he got one hundred and eighty-eight tries, the most tries um, from a winger in Trinity history. Um, and off you go, who is it?
1: Fred Smith, this fella. Um... We put him in the Hall of Fame a few years ago, just simply down to his records uh, that he's he's scored over the years. He looked like an ungainly. When you actually see a picture of him, he looks like an ungainly sort of chap. But by golly, he was fast. Never saw him play myself, but uh, he was Neil Fox's uh, wing partner for uh, many years. He got 188 tries in 267 games. He started at Stanley, uh, a local Stanley Rangers in Wakefield, but uh, signed for Leeds very early on. But he came back to uh, Wakefield in 1956 when Don Don Robinson moved to Leeds. Uh, And by the time he retired, 10 years later, he'd actually broken every try scoring record in the club. Every match record, season records, career records, and firmly established himself as our greatest ever winger in, in try scoring. There's only Neil Fox got more tries in our whole history. Uh, and and he when and, and he passed Neil Fox passed his record in 1966, so Fred Smith was our top strike scorer ever for a long time until uh, Neil passed him. They actually debuted together. Uh, Fred Smith was number two, and, and Fred Smith was number five. Um, Neil Fox was number four in in a match at Keithley in 1956. They were only teenagers, so they both play, both started together. Uh, the following season, in 56 57, he got 30 tries. So, coming from nowhere, scoring 30 tries, there are only two players in our whole history in the previous 60 years who'd actually scored more than that. He won eight winners' medals. The first of it came in 1956 when we won the Yorkshire Cup. And his consistency just kept going. 57 58, he got 23 tries. Then more records fell. The following season, he got another 30 tries. Um 15 now and then and then the following season after that he got 37 tries. So I actually brought the record for the most tries in a season in 1958. 59-60 was probably classed as one of our greatest seasons ever. We were on we were we won the Yorkshire Cup, we won the Challenge Cup, we, we finished second in the league, we got reached the championship final. There was 47 games that season, and Fred Smith's played in 46, and he scored 38 tries. So we broke his own record. Uh, of tries in a season, and that still stands to this day. 38 tries in a season. David Smith, as we mentioned, equally it in 1974. So Fred Smith and David Smith are our record try scorers per in a season, 38. Um, the represented there were so many star wingers in this era. He he didn't, he didn't actually get a Great Britain cap. He got selected for a Great Britain squad, it was a reserve but never got on. Um he, he actually got to pick for Yorkshire later on um in his in his career. He played at Wembley in sixty two and, and, and 1960. Um, but then injuries came about. You know, it's a shame. He got 188 tries and he's way ahead of anybody else. But he missed a few years. He actually retired in 1962, 63, just because of injuries. Um, Came back in '65 because we had a bit of an injury crisis. He played one game against Ulcair and broke his leg, which is a real shame. He had two years out. He came back to actually help us out. Broke his leg early on in this return and never never played again. So he actually finished on 188 tries in 267 appearances, which was a record until Neil Fox. I think I said 66 earlier, but Neil Fox passed it in 1965. There was a quote I wrote. Uh, I noticed in the in the yearbook. You remember the if anybody are big Trinity fans, I love that 1973 uh, yearbook. And, and um, Centenary Book it says Fred Smith was a joy to watch. He was fast and elusive and had a variety of ways to beat the defence. He enjoyed great service from his centres, preferably New Neil Fox, but he scored many of his own skills by kicking ahead, following, sidestepping, tiptoeing you name it, he could score it. Probably our greatest winger in our history, Fred Smith.
0: Good stuff. Fantastic way to end. Thank you, everybody, for listening to Episode 71 of the Wakefield Trinity Heritage Podcast and the fourth in the instalment of the Top 10 Series, highlighting the Top 10 try scoring wingers for Wakefield Trinity. For more updates on the history of Wakefield Trinity, follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram under the Wakefield Trinity Heritage banner. Thank you to my co-host, Lee Robinson, for all the research he does. We will catch you all on Monday night with an interview with Ian Hughes. I have been Jamie Robinson, and we will catch you all down the road. Hi, it's Cammy Chris Camara. You have been
1: listening to the Trinity Heritage Podcast with
0: Jamie and Lee Robinson. It's unbelievable!